welcome back to Let's Unpack That. Let's Unpack That. Oh. My name is Nate. As a reminder, and my pronouns are he, they. I'm Molly, and my pronouns are she, her. Um, and I'm Alea, and my pronouns are she, they. And we're very excited that Alea is joining us today. Okay, um, so is there anything, like, ahead of time that you want to share that's maybe, like, just in general? Um, not really, I don't think. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what do you identify as? Okay, so I'm non-binary, and I identify as um, bisexual slash pan um, on the A-spectrum. Okay, cool. Great. That's, <laughs> you can check all the boxes. That's fun. <laughs> yes. Um, so how long have you sort of, like, been identifying that way? What's, like, been, like, your sort of evolution there? Okay, so I have always known, well, for a very long time, I've always known that I was into women because my first actual crush was on my friend, who is a female. Um, but I didn't really think about being non-binary until I got into, like, my junior year of high school. Because when I was, like, in middle school, I was like, you know, I don't really identify with the gender I am. But I didn't feel like I was, like, a man. I just didn't feel like a woman. <laughs> and right. So for a long time, it was just, like, me thinking, you know, I don't really, I, I'm not a man, but I don't feel like a woman. So I guess that just means that I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> so true, but in, like, a good way, yeah. you know? It was like a, I don't know, I guess I'm just not like the other girls. <laughs> Come to find out later, it's because I wasn't a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so were you, like, did you come out during high school? How was um, that? So um, the label that was the most comfortable for me to use was just being asexual. Mm -hmm. um, because the funny thing about it is, is that asexual is one of those terms where, like, once you say you're that, people tend to, like, kind of presume everything else about you. Yeah. Like, asexual equals uninterest in people. Therefore, why should I care about the rest of your labels? Mm -hmm. So it was almost like a defense mechanism for me. So I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm asexual. And people normally didn't ask questions past that. Um, so, like, I never had, like, a coming out story. Like, I'm still not out to my family. But all my friends know that, like, I'm gay. <laughs> In whatever variation that means. I'm always open about the fact that I don't really care about who you are, what you have. If, like, we have a connection, that's what matters to me. Mm -hmm. um, so that's as far as my label went in high school. It was like, I'm definitely ace, and I don't really care about anything else. If I like you, I like you. So true. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, so when you sort of, like, came to terms with that, when you were like, this is how I am, like, how did that, how was that? How did you feel? So... <laughs> Funny story. So I grew up in, like, a Christian religious household. Um, so, like, by the time I realized I was into women, I was like, huh, I'm going to hell now. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny, but, like... <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Because, like, I was... Um, my first crush was, like, in elementary school. So, like, imagine, like, a nine-year-old oh. being like, I'm going to hell now, aren't I? <laughs> um... And, you know, once you kind of reach the point where um, you've, like, 
accepted your doom, it's like, fuck it. I'll, I'll just do whatever else is, like, what I want to do. Um, so for me, like, after getting past the point of thinking that, like, I'm doomed forever, honestly, like, it was a really easy transition for me. Like, I wasn't out to my family, but I had really accepting friends. And, like, they were all, like, talking about how they were queer by that point. So I didn't feel uncomfortable in the spaces I was in talking. I was also in theater, and theater kids are <laughs> right. It's good like, that, like, instead of, like, repressing it further, and you're like, no, like, I'm not going to go to hell. Like, I'm so straight. Like, it's good that you, like, came to terms with it, and you were like, well, fuck it. Now I'm <laughs> yeah. now I'm gay, and I'm going to hell. And, like, <laughs> I mean, I thought, you know, if I was also, like, even from, even before that, I always thought it was weird that, like, we condemned people just based on who they liked. Mm. Um, I was fortunate enough that even though my family is, like, homophobic in the fact that they think it's wrong, they weren't, like, the, I'll kick you out and, like, spit on you if you're, like, gay. So I guess that also put me in an environment where I wasn't concerned for my safety in being gay. So if, like, the worst had happened and they had found out, I would just get, like, mean looks and be condemned and, like, that <laughs> that still sucks, but I didn't feel like my life was personally at danger, in danger of by being, like, open about who I was. Right. But that's still... Yeah. That sucks. That yeah. sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I ask, do you think you ever will come out to your family? Um, <laughs> I... So, in my head, I think that at some point in the future something's gonna slip and someone's gonna find out and then everyone else will but I don't think I personally don't feel in a place in my life where I really want to like discuss it with them because yeah. I feel like it would be kind of a headache and since I'm not fully independent yet you know being only like 18 in a first year and like not having like a stable job I, I don't feel safe right now just having that open discussion Whereas I feel like once I'm, like, deeper into my 20s and, like, I live on my own, if that conversation happens, I have a place to go mm-hmm. afterwards, right. like, if there is a fallout. So I think when that happens, that's when I would discuss it with them. Yeah. But, I, I mean, you don't need to. You're like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. out of their business, so. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That is, like, a weird thing. Like, I still, not in, like, the no one should have to come out sort of way. Because, like, yeah, but also, like, I truly, like... I've never understood, like, why I had to, like, sit down with my mom and tell her who I like. Like, why does she care? You know? No, like, yeah. Just, I don't know. It's, yeah, it makes it's sense odd. that you just aren't in a place where you want to have that conversation with your family. Cause... It is a headache. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's, like, why you tell them if they're just not going to understand anyway and be like, yeah. No. <laughs> like, Bad shame. Yeah. <laughs> we say yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yes, with an A. <laughs> so true. Um, all right, that was kind of heavy. Molly, pick a silly question. <laughs> all right. Um, you are not a lesbian. Um, where do you shop? Um, so most of the time, I really like doing Goodwill runs. I feel like... I feel you. Especially if there's, like, a lot of Goodwills. Like, here in Roanoke, there's, like, three. Yeah. So um, it's really cool being able to, you know, just jump around to all of them and see what they have um in where i used to live i used to go to ross a lot um 
not to get like full like ensembles it was more like particular clothing um i think anyone who's poor and doesn't know about the ramifications of shopping at sheen does that like once in their life (laughs) right um so i did shop there when i was like a junior um online shopping's not really for me though because i feel like how it looks on a model versus on me and like sizing is always weird and i hate having to return stuff so yeah in-person shopping is the way to go right yeah and we don't support capitalism (laughs) so so we support thrifting here we love that is there should we go for another another silly we should so do you have like a song or shape or color that you think like matches your gender identity um I like to self-identify as, like, a leaf in the pouring rain. (laughs) I love that a lot. Like, a little leaf, a storm's going on, but, like, we're not necessarily in the storm, just, like, beside it with the rain coming down on me. Um, I also like to identify as, like, a red panda with a top hat. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Okay. All right, I like that. Um, Do you feel like, so not that (laughs) that was an actual, like, good question about gender, but on that note, I guess, do you feel like there is some kind of, like, connection between, like, your sexuality and your gender identity? Yes. I think in both cases, like, um, it's a matter of, like, I feel really open to everyone and everything. Um, So for me... Um, one thing I did struggle with is before I understood whether I was into both or just one or the other, um, like, there does raise that question of being non-binary and, like, what labels to use. And honestly, I think, use whatever labels you want. (laughs) But, um, you know, for me personally, it was like a, well, if I'm only into women and I'm non-binary, how do I explain that to people with, like, a one-word sort of thing, um... And I think I'm fortunate enough that I figured out that I like both, so I could just identify as bisexual. Um, but overall, I, I think both labels kind of apply to me, like, kind of pushing against, like, the societal norms. Um, like, ultimately, I think from, like, when I was a kid, I think that was always something that my brain never really understood why we had to be one way or the other when I liked both. So I think they're connected in that way. Yeah. And I don't that's just like at least why I love the word queer so much is that like it is not just like a good like umbrella term, but like it is pushing back against the standards because sometimes I think a lot of people feel like that where it's like, I don't know exactly what I am, but I'm not this. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know, I like having it as like a non default, you know? Right. Yes. Do you feel like when you were a kid, was there like a specific moment? And I know you said that you discovered your sexuality really early on, which is really awesome because you yeah. don't hear that a lot. But <laughs> um, so I guess maybe in terms of like gender, perhaps, was there ever like a moment when you were a kid where you look back on that now and you're like, that was that was an early indicator of, of something being a little off? <laughs> um, Let's see. I do remember um, as a kid, I was like really into Barbie. Um, so like when I was like five I was like super into whole like dressing up in like princess dresses but watching the movies I remember 
I hated all the man characters. <laughs> like, I was, like, super into, like, the girl characters. Um, and I think that a lot of, like, my favorite characters growing up, like, had a very, like, queer-coded, like, androgynous vibe to them. So I, right. I do think that, like, looking back, I was looking at those characters and thinking, I wanted to be like them. Not because they, like, represented so much of what, like, I was on, like, the inside. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Do you feel like, like, do you have specific examples of characters that have given you sort of, like, gender envy? Um. <laughs> they can be so ridiculous. Uh, well, here's the thing, is that, like, I feel like if I give how, <laughs> that's, like, a really basic answer. <laughs> I feel like everyone gets uh, gender envy from how. Um. Let's see. Um, I'm trying. I honestly have no idea what Howl is. Howl's, Howl's Moving, Moving Castle? Castle? Okay. Yeah. I saw that in like passing once over my friend's house. So that really? was like. Yeah. Was... Depending on who you ask. I know I have one friend who is very, very adamant about the book being better than the movie. I'm currently <laughs> reading the book. So I have to tell them eventually whether I think one is better than the other. <laughs> um, not a true adaption. That's why I know. Sorry, off topic. Um, oh, you're we, good. We, we, we love tangents off, here. Yeah, we go off topic all the time. Um, yeah, no. We we discussed, like, Howl's Moving Castle for a while, and then I ranted about the Little Women movies and, like, the difference between them for a good, like, 30 minutes before we had class. Um, so, uh, various topics not to get me started on. Um, I do remember when I was a kid... There was, like, this one villain in one of the Barbie movies I was super into. Um, It was, like, in Barbie and the Diamond Castle, um, and it was, like, the main villain. And she had, like, kind of short hair, and, like, she wore a dress, but also, like, there was something about her voice that I really liked. Um, Also, like, deep voices are, like, a fan Mm. favorite of mine. (laughs) Right. Like, especially, like... The more it doesn't fit the person's face, the I, I don't know. There's something really appealing about the attra- contrasting like aesthetics of that. A masculine voice with a feminine face or feminine voice with a masculine face. I think both of those are very interesting. <laughs> right. Huh. I'm trying to think about what I think that says about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel like, like either femininity or masculinity, like do you feel like you fit into either of those boxes in any sort of way you're just kind of like you're in between and like both i so i personally always switch between whether i want to use they them pronouns or she they pronouns because um i do like the idea of using exclusively they them but the thing is is that i am i feel like i am so femme presenting most of the time that like there's a part of, like, I feel like there's, like, a part of me that, like, has, like, some internalized issues where, like, I feel like since I present so femininely, I should just, I I should acknowledge that in my pronouns. Like, the she, they is less about what pronouns I prefer and more so about what I think I present as. Um, so for me, I'm definitely, like, more of a femme-presenting non-binary person, but that, you know. That doesn't mean that I'm not still not. Yeah, obviously. And I, yeah, I get that. I don't think I'm overly one or the other, but I definitely understand like that. I look like this, but I feel another way. So it's it's right. hard to kind of 
Yeah, but <laughs> not to psychoanalyze you too much, but <laughs> but let's unpack that for a moment. Let's unpack yeah. that. So do you feel like the pronouns that you use are more like, I guess, like for other people than how you personally would prefer? Yes. I think when I started using she, they, it was like a testing the waters mm-hmm. thing. Right. Um, but as time has gone on, I definitely feel more like a they, them. But I just use she, they for so long that, like, it feels more natural, like, coming out of my mouth. And I feel like, somehow I feel like the pronouns are a bit safer. Because, like, I could say my pronouns are she, they. And someone would look at me and say, oh, that makes sense. But going fully they, them, I think, sometimes I think there can be a weird expectation that now that you're exclusively using these pronouns, you have to act, feel, think a certain way. Um, And... I don't really like that because, <laughs> you know, right. I'm okay with dressing femininely. Uh, like I, I am pre- femme presenting, and that's that's fine by me. But I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> you're right, and <laughs> like obviously, like liking to be feminine doesn't mean liking to be female. Right, um, and there are like a lot of connotations that come with being you know, like, non-binary. Like, obviously, like, she, they is still... I should hope that most people recognize that that obviously is associated with being non-binary. But I think there is, like, a stigma and, like, a connotation where it's not, like, seen as, like, enough. So I get what you mean where, like, it does feel like a bigger, like, step just going, like, all the way into, like, the full they, them. So, yeah. And that's bullshit. Yes. No, yeah, that that doesn't seem right that like you're doing it more for other people rather than you know like I think like fuck it like you should do what you want to (laughs) do but like other people are like but what if what if pronouns like you know there's also like the thing I was talking with this about my friend the other day about how like being like non-binary comes to like with its own stigma because like of who we see as non-binary and a lot of like social media and like the typically like a lot of like non-binary representation tends to be like afab people who are like white and conventionally attractive yeah with like a very particular kind of body type that allows them to be androgynous in a way that a lot of the rest of us can't be um and so it it's kind of frustrating when you try to use a label and people like to you know negate that because you don't look like the conventional version of this, but the whole point of being non-binary is you're not stuck in one or the other yeah. label. Like, it's supposed to, like, transcend, like, societal, like, ideas of gender. Exactly. Right. Like, it, I think it's become seen as, like, just a third gender, and that's yes. not, right. that's not the point. No. <laughs> that's, that's defeating the purpose. Exactly. Um, but they're definitely, like, it sucks because there's seen as a right way to do it and it is like like you have to be a certain size and shape and color and generally afab and it's just it's frustrating and it's bullshit so yeah that's my stance on <laughs> so true do you have a favorite gay representation like book movie show <laughs> um I have, like, an entire bookshelf in my room dedicated to queer books. As you should. So true. Um, let's see. What's my favorite? We um, can get a whole list of them. I would love a whole list of them. <laughs> <No> recommendations. <laughs> um, let's see. 
so the first like gay book I read um that was specifically surrounding like gay main characters and not just gay side characters um was you know I feel like Love Simon was really popular for a while and right. while I like that book that's definitely not my favorite yeah um I'm really into like fantasy so there's like this adult fantasy romance novel that's like enemies to lovers like Ooh. captured prince uniting a kingdom fighting each other it's like uh it's like captive prince by P- uh C.S. Piscott um it's a really cool book. I, I definitely recommend it um, if you're into, like, those kinds of books. Um, let's see. Um, I feel like Aristotle and Dante discovered the Aristotle secrets of the universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a wonderful book. Um, Did you read the sequel? I haven't yet. It, 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 should I? I, st- I started reading it, and then I just kind of, like, forgot. So I think I got halfway through. Well, I, I don't even think I got halfway through. And then I, like, forgot and I haven't picked it up in, like, two months. But <laughs> um, maybe I should start rereading it again. I don't know. I think it seemed kind of good. It was a little weird. You should read it. <laughs> just, just see what it's about. Okay. Okay. I always, like, I always get nervous when, like, a book's been out for a while and then, like, there's, like, a sequel that yeah. releases. Like, I get nervous when, like, I finish, like, my favorite se- series and, like, the author's like, oh, I'm dropping, like, a new one, like, a prequel or a sequel with, like, new characters and everything. I'm always like, but what if you make the old characters I, yeah. I'm super attached to suck? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't mess with it. Like, it's good where it is. Yeah. Like the like the Harry Potter phenomenon where, like, the cursed child was like, Harry is now suddenly a bad parent. I, I don't even, like, read Harry Potter. I <laughs> but uh, it's like that same like phenomenon of like the old characters have to be worse mm-hmm. so that plot can be like pushed forward. Yeah, that's <laughs> sometimes I do think like if I really love a series, I'm like, ooh, I want more. But also like I don't want there to have to be more. You know, I'm yeah. like, don't put them through more trauma for the sake of a plot. Yes. So I get that. Also, we hate J.K. Rowling here. Oh, I don't yes. know anything about yeah. Harry Potter. I know I'm like probably the type of person who. I feel like I give off the energy of someone who is, like, <laughs> way too into Harry Potter. But I don't know anything about it. Not the whole transphobia thing. We hate that, too, oh, for yes. obvious reasons. Yeah. But also, she just keeps saying things that, like... Hermione's black, actually. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> what? You Are that whole thing with, like, the Hufflepuffs, like, all masturbating together like what, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I feel like she said that somewhere and it like i believe you she's like saying things and like making them like canon or pe- and people are like why like stop talking you know yeah. like it's over now yeah just she's like alone. this person is gay what like dumbledore has been gay the entire time didn't you see when he flicked his hand in the first book <laughs> <laughs> it's like no <laughs> uh i feel like there's like harry potter kids Percy Jackson kids. I was a Percy Jackson kid. There's also, <laughs> and I feel like Percy Jackson kids can also be the. Oh shoot, what's the the cat the warrior cat? Warrior I cat was not kids. a warrior cat kid. <laughs> I was not respectfully to the warrior cat kids. <laughs> like I don't know something about that. It weirded me out a little bit, but yeah. but um, yeah, I was definitely a Percy Jackson kid. Like I tried Same. reading the first Harry Potter book, and then I was like. Mm. And I picked up Percy Jackson, and I I really loved like the the written like voice that like Rick Riordan had for Percy, mm-hmm. so like I I read all of those books. Um, 
gotta love Greek mythology. Um, yeah. So that's true. That's gay. That yeah. is gay. Oh, or you end up being a dystopian novel person if you don't end up in any of those categories. <laughs> so you fall into the Hunger Games. I was really into the Hunger Games. Um, and sometimes you read Divergent. I personally only like the first book. I never read Divergent. I don't recommend. <laughs> Do okay, not. Uh, if you want to read Diversion, only read the first book and pretend the other two don't exist. <laughs> um, I don't think that's a hot take. I think most people agree that the ending was less than exemplary. Um, but yeah. And then if you're none of those, you might be a Twilight person. <laughs> I love to hate watch Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so bad, but it's so good because it's, it's so bad. Yeah. Really funny to watch, but I don't know. People who genuinely like enjoy it, no offense <laughs> to like the 40 year old women of the world, but like I just like they I've are never... the target audience, they are, <laughs> and it's I just can't get behind that. I can't, I can't get behind genuinely watching that as an enjoyable piece of cinema. <laughs> also, isn't Stephanie Meyer is like Mormon? She is, so like a lot of the what <laughs> it's kind of fun reading like Twilight through like a Mormon lens. <laughs> Like, there's this whole scene in the book where, like, Bella's wearing, like, a long khaki skirt. Oh, my God, I remember that. And then, like, a turtleneck or something. And Edward's like, wow, you are just too sexy right now. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because she's just wearing a skirt and a sweater. Like, she's just, like, the most boring girl ever. She is. And he loses his mind and I don't get it <laughs> he's like, like I just don't he's like a 300 year old virgin like he's horny <laughs> right now like he's like I like to think that he's just like there's actually no thoughts going on in Bella's head it's not that he can't read her mind it's, it's that like, there's nothing, nothing. There. there's nothing no to personality <laughs> for real literally yeah it's canon or maybe it's just that, like, she's one of those people that, like, thinks in, like, pictures, and he can only, like, hear thoughts. So there's nothing going on in there except for, like, like His the face. Windows loading screen. <laughs> Literally. Like, the, the thing bouncing from the corner. Yeah. Just, like... I do love Alice Cullen, though. I, I will say. Alice. Oh, yes. Alice. Team Alice. <laughs> I used coded. to be so confused as to whether I wanted her or I wanted to be her. And the answer is both. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You would have to date a, a, a... That's true. Why does every piece of, like, vampire media be like, we need a confederate? <laughs> we need a racist. <laughs> like, it didn't... I can't believe that. It didn't need to... There was no yeah. need for that. Like, you could have you could have said he was part of the union. No, 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 confederate. He could have been in, like, another war. Like, it didn't... Yeah. He didn't have to sprinkle in <laughs> racism. It just didn't need to take place. I mean, to be fair, with an all-white cast and Stephanie Meyer being it was like, already... I don't want black people as the my vampires. This... Yeah. <laughs> oh my That's awful. We can have one and he will be the villain. <laughs> yes. Like, man. One. And he dies in the second movie. Oh we have God, to keep him right. for the first so that people don't think we're racist. <laughs> she is so yeah. despicable. We do not love Stephanie Meyer Stephanie here. Stephanie no. Meyer. So many awful Ooh. authors. <laughs> Um, was it the Vampire Diaries that they also... I never... I watched the show, admittedly. Um, I never read the books, but I think in the books they were just, like, Italian guys. And in the show they are like, no. Yes. <laughs> they're formerly Confederate soldiers. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? 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 Um, I read some of the Vampire Diary books as a kid. What I, All I remember is that Elena was, like, blonde. Bonnie was a redhead. And... Uh, I know that, like, the author, like, 
either died or discontinued the series and then like there's a ghostwriter for a lot of like the huh. later books the way that the story was progressing originally in the books isn't kind of how the series ended because the ghostwriter took over um so whoever she ends up with at the end of like the book series which i cannot remember is not who the author intended her to be with and I, it's either stefan or damon but i don't remember which one where the uh, vision changed um because i was really into that uh well i really wanted to get into the vampire diaries because i liked the tv show um at least i liked damon me too in the tv show <laughs> and justice for bonnie oh my god bonnie's i think if i was going to date any character i would date bonnie or i would i would beg her to <laughs> <laughs> beg her to be my valentine actually oh my god that's such a good <laughs> sorry yes next week we will be celebrating Valentine's Day by listening to you and talk about your Valentines, except it won't actually be you talking about them. It'll be us saying things that you say about them. Anyway, there's a Google form and it's on our Instagram, so fill it out. And you can tell us about your Valentine or your crush, but we're not coming for the Holland's Crushes Instagram. They do their own thing and it's lovely and we are not affiliated with them. Okay. <laughs> Love their work. Big fans. Um... Yeah, next week. So, fill it out. Do you have a Valentine? I don't, so there's no judgment here. But You're a gay lover. I don't have a gay lover. Anyway. <laughs> okay, next question. Do you think masculine people smell better? Um. Gemmenda.com. 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 We're discussing mask people is it like non-binary mask people i usually think of trans mask people but it can it can mean whatever you want it to <laughs> okay. well okay well obviously there's like two ends of the spectrum yeah. there's like women and men men use like head and shoulders for everything <laughs> um and then there's like women who have like um like, in this is, of course, like, the stereotypes of both. Uh, like, women have, like, 50 different products for, like, five different things. Mm -hmm. um, so I think masculine people um, generally smell kind of like the woods. <laughs> like, yeah. when, I, when I think mask people, I think of, like, more, like, woodsy scents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, just in my head, like, I think of, like, pine. And I really like those scents. Um... Whereas when I think of, like, femme people, I think of, like, floral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just um, thinking, like, flowers. Yeah. But, like, when I... So, I prefer, like, a woodsy scent compared to a floral. But do they normally smell better? I don't think so. Because I feel like femme presenting people tend to use more products, like, in general. So, even though they have, like, a floral scent, there's, like... You're probably going to catch more of, like a nice smell coming off of them than you would a mask person. Yeah. Because, like, a mask person would probably, like, put on, like, their deodorant Old Spice or something, and, like, mm -hmm. their, uh, they might put on, like, cologne or just, like, some sort of, like, perfume or something and call it that. Whereas I feel like a femme-presenting person might, like, put, like, product in their hair, um, might, like, put on, like, really sweet-smelling, like, hand sanitizer. I feel like you're just more likely to catch a scent off of a femme person. That makes That's sense. Fair. Yeah. So, 
I prefer the smells of masked people, but I feel like I'm more likely to smell a nice thing coming off of a fen person. That makes <laughs> That's, sense. Yeah. I, I hadn't even thought about that. I was like, hmm. Because, like, I, I was like, I think masked people smell better, but I, I hadn't actually thought about, like, do I even smell anything yeah. from masked people? <laughs> like, which one are you actually going to smell? <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to get close to smell a masked person. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I guess you could go around sniffing people. <laughs> um, we got to do a study. <laughs> some people would agree. Some people might back away slowly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and careful. I would understand that. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Check Twitter. Um, let's unpack that. Uh, one of the hosts actually came up to me and asked if they could smell me. Like, really close. Um, I don't know what that's about. I would be really honored if someone, like, not name-dropped, but, like, referenced me like that, you know? Because, like, I guess context is important. That's not the most... <laughs> that's not the best thing to be known for, but I'd, I'd be flattered regardless. Like, oh my god, like... You tweeted about me talking about us. Let's unpack that. Just sniffed me randomly in the street, and I don't know how to feel anymore. (laughs) It's like an ongoing joke. Yeah, Yeah, let's start that. Just start sniffing people. (laughs) I guess that would be weird. We won't actually do it, but everyone has blanket consent, at least for me. I don't know about Molly. You can just start (laughs) accusing me of doing things that are weird, but not bad. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. Very chaotic. <laughs> chaotic, chaotic but like I don't like creating harm on <laughs> on my campus. I I Just think a little bit of chaos. A little bit of chaos, like psychological warfare sometimes. <laughs> you know, not like I don't want to like traumatize anyone. I don't think it would really genuinely upset anyone if we approached them and started sniffing them. I think it would be weird, <laughs> right? And I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> But I don't think it would be harmful. Yeah, it would just be like, what the I fuck are you doing? I get canceled for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'll start a rumor talking about how you guys are actually, like, in cahoots with the squirrels on campus. <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, a little deal going on. Exactly. I, honestly, though, I feel like the squirrels on this campus are homophobic. I don't think they would, I don't think they would ally with us. Um, I remember one of my friends, like, got chased by one of the squirrels Whoa. here. Um, I don't Carol. know what they were doing, but they were like, oh my god, this squirrel just, like, ran up to me, and I, like, ran back inside of Tinker. So, <laughs> I was like, okay. Feral and homophobic squirrels. I literally believe this. It, yeah, they scare me. Sometimes they'll, like, jump out of a trash can at me, and I'm like, that was transphobic. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't like it. Yes. What do you think is, like, the gayest crime to commit? Um... Uh, heist. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. That like, is, yeah. Like a really elaborate heist where you steal like a bunch of diamonds or like you either steal like a very expensive jewel or you break into a bank. But like elaborately. That yeah. you know, feels like, very gay. Like various costuming because, you know, you have to have like the distraction. Yeah. The person who's like ready to like the getaway man. Um, and I think anytime you're driving off into a sunset, that's just that's just a little bit gay. Yeah. Okay. So like elaborate heist, that is the gayest crime you can commit. And you have a partner in crime? That's, yeah. that's gay. That is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the yeah, okay. that answer. That's, that's a good answer. I, I hadn't think, even thought about that yeah. one. All right, Molly, do you want to bring us to our, our last question? You know what the last question always is. Oh, yeah, the last question. Men? Question mark? 
frowny face. <laughs> Good answer. Okay. Yeah. Thumbs yeah. down. <laughs> um, I think men, you know, they exist. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, we have to respect all living things, even if they live wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they sure do. I very much love being on this campus because, like, there are no, like, <laughs> cis straight men that I have to put up with on a daily basis. Yes. N- none of that like entitlement is like bleeding through. And that's nice. That's nice for me. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know my friends, they talked about how their college experiences were going with like a campus that had cis straight men there and they were like it's awful because they'll like talk over the professors and act like they know everything and i was like we're so respectful here like people yeah. will be silent and be like no you go like no like, you we're go. so anxious for that exactly like, i have definitely had those like moments in class where two people like happen to speak at the same time and then it's like five minutes of them being like no 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 no, you can go no no it's fine like no you like definitely raised your hand like a second before me like you deserve to go i think you have the most important things to say right now please go um which is like i i'm a theater major but i think especially in like the stem field i think it's like so vital for like people to be able to like voice like what they think and what they want to like and I don't know. I just feel like I hear a lot of stories about women in STEM who, like, get overshadowed, over-talked by, like, their uh-huh. male competitors. Um, and I like that here there's not that same kind of energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even really want to go to a women's college. But... I'm so I'm, glad I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad I did. Especially because I would not want to be a political science student with a Republican... Oh, white yeah. cis men. So. Who's like, I'll play devil's advocate here. Yeah, oh, we don't, we don't need to do that. that. We don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. I also love that, like, you know, this is a historically women's college, but, like, most of the people here are not men, are, are not women. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really feel like I'm lacking, like, yeah. a different perspective or, like, the male presence because it's still like it's still here just not in like the stereotypical like cis man way yeah so i i don't know i enjoy it like there's a lot of variety here which you you don't initially expect coming in but it's really refreshing so true yeah love that answer men men frowny face yeah thumbs down frowny face thumbs down um and then like question mark (laughs) i'm sure some of them are okay yeah some of them them, yeah they might be like celebrities or like fictional but like some of them are okay (laughs) right exactly (laughs) the fictional ones are fine yeah when they're written by women that's yeah yeah yeah. we will not talk about men written by women (laughs) good yeah yeah i think think, good i think we're all set okay Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, shit, that's right. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you next week.